0: Smoking out the window. Mm. <sighs> Must have spent 35 45000 up in
1: You're listening to V89.1, The Roar, and this is Father and Son Radio. Uh, oh. Welcome back to another week on the show. Mm-hmm. The last three songs you just heard from this set were Gold by Claude, Girls in Bikinis by Poppy, and "Smoking Out the Window by Bruno Mars.
2: Hey, have you heard uh, Poppy's recent music? I have not. She She's very uh, metal. Oh, really? Yeah. Which is It's great I, lo- I love it She She has good stuff yeah.
1: maybe, I'll, maybe I'll start getting into her It's a good song I like, I like that one
2: Yeah Um Okay How you doing?
1: I'm doing pretty good
2: <laughs> Anything Anything to report From the week?
1: Um. Mm, I don't think so
2: We had a basketball game
1: That's true was it the Wells Fargo mm-hmm. I, You were there
2: Yeah I survived It oh. was It was quite It was something Yeah I heard Not a great experience Um yeah. And it was nice. You got the tailgate, which was fun, um, but it was just really cold. So I can imagine it great, but but it really, once the worst part was just getting in to the Wells to Wells Fargo yeah. because yeah. Um, it was just like a whole. It had like been in like the pit, like that's oh. what it was. And there, as we're in there, it was it was like a pit because there was like a whole. There was like a push forward happened at one point oh my god and it, it was just chaotic and um a lot of people, people not even wearing crazy. masks uh, yeah <laughs> but, and we're like uh you know right on top of each other right but yeah it was annoying because it happened to uh, the app is just terrible and like oh me and like almost everybody else just the, it, the tickets were not loading um but mine thank god eventually loaded <sighs> yeah. um I got in. And it was a good game.
1: Yeah, so uh it Yeah. Fantastic looking score.
2: I want for some, one I want some money on it. I nice. I heard about that. Andrew was talking about that. <laughs> yeah. It's it's nice to bet a game when you're actually there. It's it makes yeah. it more fun and yeah. Yeah. it's even better when you make money. Uh yeah. <laughs> That's good. So, but it did get did get some free English muffins out of it. Oh yeah, my roommates <laughs> brought some back too. <laughs> yeah. So that was nice. <laughs> uh yeah. But yeah, that was my experience. Um, yeah, anything. I don't do you, have too much. You watch anything? Um, other than our movie. I
1: always am struggling to remember. I I, I think I can safely say I did not this time because I don't usually watch movies during the mm-hmm. the break period, mm-hmm. the gap period. Yeah. In school time, anyway.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I watched some stuff. Not not nothing too no noteworthy. Um, yeah, I I watched the Florida Project last night. Uh, oh. great movie. Nice. nice. <laughs> I still have to watch that. <laughs> oh my god. It's oh that should be should be reviewable at some point. Oh. I mean we don't have much time left, but <laughs> So true. We can get it in. But yeah, that's Sean Baker. Um you know, my, my friend, Sean Baker. Of course. From Twitter. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> yeah. Um
1: I did I did finish watching the Sex Lives of College Girls mm, the yeah. first season. Very good show. How was it? How um, was the ending? The, um, I think it was just like a, a typical first season of an HBO show where you're like, oh, there's, I can't wait to watch the next season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think this is a pretty good show. It like makes me kind of happy, just like a, vi- a vibe, I guess. Yeah. Um, there's obviously some like tension and drama points, but it's meant to be like uh, lighthearted, kind of like mm-hmm. funny. Um, but there are some serious moments, but. I don't know. I'm,
2: did, did you watch it when it was all out or did you like wait? Uh, yeah, I
1: watched it when it was all out. Okay. Yeah. Cuz um, I think it came out in like November oh, or October. Okay.
2: I see. Uh, oh yeah, speaking of shows. I did Station 11 did that did they have their last episode um which is I'm at the end of it forever I think because it's just based off a book. Oh. And it, it was great. Um very satisfying ending unlike Dexter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And then Yellow Jackets also ended uh, on oh, yeah. Sunday. I haven't watched it yet, but I'll be watching it tonight. Um, okay. Very, very much looking forward to that. Uh, and that already has been renewed for season two. Well, so yeah. So that's, uh, that's good. But, yeah, so that's pretty much it. Not, not much to report.
1: Uh, no, I don't really think so. I,
2: well, there is – well, there actually is – we just announced today there is a new – Animal Collective single out tomorrow. Oh, I saw Liv. Uh, Liv posted yeah. that on
1: her Instagram story.
2: Yeah, so that's very exciting. Nine AM, everyone. Every, everyone should, you know, consider listening.
1: <laughs> I'm sure we'll be hearing that next
2: week on the radio. Uh, maybe I, I don't know though because it is seven minutes long. Oh. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, but when the album does come out, that definitely oh. I'll, I'll probably just play three from that from the album um, of course. Of course. when it comes out. But and and when that happens, I think that will be our. Uh, our Oscar show. Which oh, is, okay. Of course, February eighth. Um, that's soon. That's yeah.
1: like probably two, two or three shows. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yep. Um, yeah. Watch all the 2021 movies that you missed.
1: I gotta. <laughs> I, I have to. I want to this year because last year there were a bunch of movies I was like, hey, it would be cool if I knew what this was about, mm-hmm. and then never did. But I think I've seen a couple of them already mm-hmm. off the bat, so that's pretty good for me. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I, I believe I will have seen a
2: couple uh-huh. of them off the bat. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I told you about some of them that I think you should watch. Just like yeah, not necessarily my my m- top favorites, but like ones that I think are gonna be nominated. Nominated like Belfast and Power of the Dog. Maybe probably Licorice yeah. Pizza. Um,
1: that actually I do want to watch,
2: which was pretty good. I, I didn't love it. Definitely not PTA's best, but it was fun. That's um I, I actually just watched one from 2021 um it's called mass, mass. Uh, it and i i don't know if it'll get nominated for st- i i actually i think it might get nominated for either screenplay or or like some actor or actress because it was basically a play um and it it, it was it's intense it's, it's about like a a school shooting oh. uh, victims parents and it's just the conversation with those parents, with the parents of the, the kid who was the shooter. And it's... Yeah, it's, it's pretty... What's oh, it called again? Intense. It's called Mass. Mass. Um, oh. Yeah. It, uh. it, and it's pretty good. I, they're, they're, it's just... It leaves a little more to be desired. It's kind of... I feel like lacking a little bit just because... I kind of... I did feel like I was watching a play the whole time, which isn't necessarily a terrible thing, but I, sometimes the subject matter just kind of grew a little thin. Um, yeah. But... But it was excellently written and and performed, I think. So, and uh, Jason Isaacs, he oh. he was in it and he was fantastic. I I wouldn't be surprised if he got a nomination. I'm not sure if, if people are saying he will or not, but I wouldn't be surprised if he did. Um, it was a great performance by all of them. Yeah, it's just mainly only like four people basically. Interesting. Um, yeah, that was that was an interesting movie, and yeah, that's what I have to say.
1: Um, let me read a brief yes, promotional please. speech. The Villanova Tech Zone is a free resource for helping students, faculty, and staff troubleshoot their technological needs. Contact us at 610-519-7777. Chat with us online or visit our law school, Falvey Library, or new commons offices. For more information, visit unit.villanova.edu. Sweet. Tech
2: um, Tech Zone. Yeah, so that's- that's pretty much all I have. Uh, Should it, we? if you want to play it, like, a PSA or something. Yeah. No, it's not the time, but can't get enough.
1: And then we'll, we'll, we'll move forward from there. Okay, Absolutely. I'll be- we'll be right back.
3: Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that we can give our daughters everything they need to grow and learn. But not every child can focus on classes and play dates.
0: Nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. face hunger. That's one in six. School lunch might be their only meal each day, and it's heartbreaking to imagine any child going to bed hungry. We're dreaming of a perfect day when kids can smile, play, and just be kids, without worrying about where their next meal will come from. Feeding America is working to make that perfect day a reality.
3: Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. That food is given to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about doing things that make an ordinary day extraordinary. Learning to play an instrument, building a sandcastle, hosting tea parties. Hunger should never be an obstacle to growing up. You can help end childhood hunger in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council.
0: It's all around you all around you
3: The Roar is proud to feature new and upcoming artists listen every Thursday at 1130 p.m for new track Thursdays our curated playlist featuring lesser-known musicians spanning across multiple genres send in your suggestions and requests to wxvu891 at villanova.edu and check out new track Thursdays every Thursday at 1130 p.m on v 891 the roar.
2: Hello. Hello. Welcome back. Uh those songs you just heard were Betty Dreams of Green Men by Gorilla Toss. Uh and then New Romance by Beach House which uh is a part of their new album Once Twice Melody which they're giving to us a little bit of a time, microdosing us. Um, <laughs> and and that the new chapter or whatever comes out Tonight at midnight, so that's that's cool. Uh, and then, also, I'm I'm seeing Beach House this uh, this. I don't know if I said that last time. I'm seeing them this summer, and oh wow! I learned a fun fact that the lead half of Beach House, the lead singer, Victoria Legrand, she went to Shipley. Um, really? Yeah. So she's fairly local. Uh, that's pretty cool. And then that last song was. Uh, Rosie Thomas's cover of Bjork's All is Full of Love. Bjork. Um, and some of you may have noticed uh, Sufjan Stevens doing some backup vocals for that one. Um, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> they're frequent um, collaborators. So, uh, yeah. They would be. They definitely would be. <laughs> what? Rosie Thomas and Sufjan Stevens? <laughs> yeah. You know Rosie? Rosie, yes. <laughs> yeah. Rosie would be. Yeah. So, okay. Let's just jump right into it.
1: Um. I was actually I, I didn't look at your score. Unfortunately, Liv Spooled what you gave <laughs> based on what she said In the chat. But I don't. I, did you see what? So you know what? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, okay. Yeah. Um. I don't want that to be like a mis, like a, a misleading thing because I really like this movie.
2: I liked it too. Yeah, yeah.
1: Because it. I, I was telling. I would have given this movie a higher rating if it if I rated it, based on numbers. Yeah, because I think like the number fits better, but the star rating fits better than what it would be an equivalent star. <laughs> if that makes sense, I'm confused. I'll I'll explain at the end <laughs> when we actually give our ratings. But uh, I really like this movie a lot. It is good. Yeah.
2: Wow. You, yeah, you definitely sound like you like it more than your rating. I mean, well, I just like there's pieces of
1: it that I was like, I don't know, and we'll talk about. It. I'm sure we yeah, will. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I I enjoyed it. I, I think it was yes, a good me movie. too.
2: Um, Mark Mark Romanek. Um, who who he's director? I believe he wrote it, but he mostly I I think is uh, music video director. Like, Interesting. He did. Uh, he's done some Jay Jay Z, Beyonce, um, right out Chili Peppers. He directed the music video for El Scorcho. El Scorcho. Um, Weezer. Oh. <laughs> Pickerton. It's song on Pickerton. Uh, of um, course. <laughs> which is a great music video. Uh, and. Yeah, uh, starring of course Robin Williams in the lead role here, and he's phenomenal because he, he he's just a great actor. You know, we've seen we've done Google Hunting, we've done Dead Poet Society. Um, yep, we know we know what he's capable of. He's we've a,
1: seen a very wide depth of his character mm-hmm. skills.
2: Yeah, um, and in this movie, he just plays a mentally unstable um, Photo photographer. Yeah, developer, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, he does it pretty well. Uh, we also have. I, I just want to say this right now that the husband will yorkin will yorkin he gave me very he, he like an off-brand tom cruise <laughs> <laughs> you see what i'm saying he did look like that <laughs> he kinda, yeah he, kinda, he, did. he He really reminded me of tom cruise um, great value
1: tom cruise mm-hmm.
2: yes the Save mart value <laughs> the Save mart that's funny <laughs> um, and of course we had a uh, a gary cole i believe his name is uh Playing like the manager. Oh yeah, kind. yeah. And if you've seen Office Space, no. he is also in Office Space. He plays he plays another boss named Bill. That's uh, just his he's role. A,
1: he's in something else that I've seen where he plays a boss too, <laughs> named Bill. I don't know if he's named. That's was just Bill.
2: that's just what he was born to play. Yeah, yeah you he, know what? I think he, so. He's the most iconic boss character in in Office Space. Like, you know, I,
1: I'm trying to remember what it was. Maybe it was an episode of Psych or something.
2: Maybe. Do you think? I think he might have been in Psych.
1: I think it was Psych. Yeah, that happens to me a lot. Where I'm like, I remember that guy, and it was just like a random one-off episode of yeah. Psych that I'd seen so many. That's times. why. That's uh, why
2: IMDb is so useful. Oh, you're doing it right now. Yeah. Okay. Good. I, I, good, I'm, good, I'm, good. I'm about there. I'm just sure. Yeah. He was. He was um, in the episode entitled. It's a good episode entitled "Gus Walks Into a Bank." He was Commander Cameron Lutz. <gasps> Yeah.
1: yeah <laughs> and Juliet was like going yeah. on a date with him for some reason. And yes, yes. Sean was like, Why are you going on a date with him? Hello? What are you doing? Yes. And he was like a boss type character. Yes, he was yeah. like kind of He's a like the head guy, he was the commander. Annoying just like yep. take
2: take no he names. He plays that he plays that role well. Yeah. Um That's yeah, cool. but so How about that? Yeah, how about that? Um, also a cameo from Jim Rash, who is the dean in community. Oh. Um <laughs> he he's in a lot of stuff and he was the the amateur um p- uh porn maker oh. yeah. <laughs> That, spe- that was funny. Speaking of that 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 was I really like that that part of the movie where he talks about all of the uh different like regulars that, that was come cool. in and all the pictures they take. Yeah. That was fun. Uh the lady with her cats. Yeah. I, I did I did read that that was just a picture of like the, the Crews like they said take a picture of of your cats and, and oh. bring them in and we're just gonna let let me be in the them. movie. That was cute. <laughs> that's, nice. That's cute.
1: They're not just like stock pictures. Yeah. They're actual yeah real cats.
2: Yeah, that's nice. nice. Um, yeah. That's a fun one. Uh, yeah. Um, but so do you have a most re- rewatchable scene or? Um, I was trying. To th- I was trying to think of this and I don't know if I necessarily do.
1: I um, this may not be my most rewatchable scene but I really did enjoy the first scene where he he takes um. he, he comes up and approaches Yoshi. like and he says the address of the woman mm-hmm. Mrs. Yeah. York and Nina York and he like processes their photos writes down their address and he's like he writes down the three he notices the book while she's leaving and then like he goes into his monologue about how he's never made a mistake in mm-hmm. this many years I think that might also be the same part that you just talked about
2: um, yeah, this was before, right? Yeah, 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 and this—he's oh,
1: like running the machine, and I yeah, think maybe okay, at the yeah. same time yeah. he's like, "I get a bunch of regulars at yeah. this place." Okay, so it might be the same. Yeah, scene. maybe. Um, um, but I liked—I liked a lot of like the imagery of like the photo yes, going through yeah. the machine, like getting the you know the chemicals put onto it, and the, you see like the liquids passing through and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I thought that was very like well done. Yeah. Um,
2: and I like having right before that the. Uh, you know, like he's in trouble with the law because, like, it opens with, Sai, um, like oh yeah, in the interrogation. He's like, and the, um, the detectives like, you know, what what problem that you have with Will Yorkin or whatever, and, so we know that this something went down,
1: and I <laughs> I liked the way that they because at first that detective is kind of like nice to, sigh um, at first because. Mm-hmm. I knew, I mean, I think we both knew at the, uh, coming into this that he was, like, a problem. Because, I mean, if you read the description. Yeah, exactly. You know, he's the villain. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like, he's a, a deranged guy. But when you first start out, like, I think the detective kind of, like, frames it like, oh, wh- tell, tell me what happened. Like, yeah. And he's like, you you can have your legal rights. Like, you don't have to say anything until your, your legal aid gets here. And obviously, like, cop strategies, I don't even need to get into, like, whatever <laughs> that is. But yeah. he seems, like, nice to him at first. And maybe you're, like, if you're an unexperienced viewer, you could be like, Hmm. I wonder where this is going to go. Yeah, yeah.
2: And then... Yeah.
1: So it breaks down, and you find out that he's actually the the enemy.
2: And, yeah, and I like um, I like the whole... The scene you were talking about earlier, like, um, where Sai interacts with Nina, and he's just, like... And he's just, he seems like a really nice guy, but also to a point where you're also a little bit suspicious. You're already a little bit suspicious of him from the beginning, Yeah. But at this, you're, like, oh, it's a little weird. Then you see him write down, like, an extra copy of the... Of the pictures and
1: every every second, I'm afraid he's going to say something
2: creepy. Yes, yes.
1: Look, he doesn't really say anything creepy to like them, except for some parts. Like later on, I, like when he's talking to the dad, yeah. in the store and in, in the aisle, and he's like lingering. I'm like, oh, just, yeah, just also, go.
2: Also, like when he, when he says like, oh, you have a a nice home or whatever or a something like home, that, and like yeah. I, like that's that's teetering on the line. Like that's a little weird because yeah. like, I know you're seeing my pictures, but still, I, I feel like the relationship. You'd have with your, um, photograph developer is, they just kind of pretend like they don't see everything. Yeah, <laughs> if I was a photograph developer, I would be like,
1: I remember everything. I'm not gonna say anything about it. though.
2: Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and. Um. What else? Yeah, I you're saying he's just gonna say something weird. You're, always every time. It he just gradually gets a, a little weirder. Yeah. Over time. The scene,
1: the scene that I I like was most like stressed starting from was when he gets fired Mm -hmm. because when when the boss is watching him through the camera just like dumping the the chemicals into the waste and he's like come up like he he calls him up and he's like "Uh uh-oh and then the boss i I don't know like he got fired for the 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 multiple prints of over all those years but at the same time like i don't know it seemed like the boss just really didn't like him yeah i I don't i was like i'm afraid he's gonna Say something rash, and then he started to like kind of get mad. I was like, "Oh, yeah." It
2: seems like they've, they've probably always had some sort of a antagonistic relationship.
1: Yeah, and that's never good for. Especially because
2: I, I, that's I was wondering like why exactly he took the pictures of the boss's um, daughter, and yeah. because like that, I mean that led to
1: the, the investigation. Yeah,
2: exactly. So, I was, but I think it, it was basically just he didn't like him, and he was kind of in a way threatening him in a way, just like saying like, I don't just. Because I didn't like him. Because yeah, I think that was maybe the main reason. He's a little um, messed up. He's yeah. He's he's a he's a bit messed up. Uh, uh, the the scene that stressed me out was um when he went to his name's Jake. The oh, the kid. Jake. Yeah, he the went, soccer game. To, so yeah. Oh soccer. no. <laughs> oh, I was just cringing the whole time, but in in a good way. I was afraid. I comfortable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I
1: was afraid every moment he's gonna be like, "Why don't you come to my car? Yeah. Like, <laughs> we could go for a ride or like something like that." And he's like, I- "I'll take you home. Like, where's your where's your mom or whatever." But he was like, at the same time, I was like, "I think I understand. He's gonna be like okay because he feels like he is part of their family. He doesn't want to like mm-hmm. cause them problems. Yeah, he, he <laughs> doesn't want to like. I don't think he was ever had the intention of being like a predator to. Yeah, to them. yeah. At least so. the mom or or, da- or son.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, and he, I mean, he got him his, you know, his little his weep toy. <laughs> <laughs> Evangelion. Yeah. Apparently, I heard that I was looking at researching that Robin Williams was actually responsible for that, and he he was actually an Evangelion fan. Yo, Robin. that's weird. <laughs> but, uh, that's whack, him. Uh Yeah, so that was very that that was a very uncomfortable scene, and I also thought that one scene was interesting where he he goes in to their house. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and it's like, that and the door opens, scary. and you're like, oh, and the door was unlocked. Well, and then it turns out they, they come in, the family comes in. They enter, and there's like a beat. Yeah, you think oh, they're hey, gonna be like, what are you doing here? And then, oh, my it's normal because he was just fantasizing. And then, and yeah. that's like a, a little clue you get there, like that not everything we see with Sai is gonna be exactly how it seems because oh, he yeah. does fantas, he does tend to fantasize. It's true. And we'll get into that when we talk about the ending, I think. Um, but yeah. what else? Also, uh, I, I love the, the reveal of, of his wall in his apartment or whatever with with yeah. all the pictures like I that. Know. That's something. That's that, that was creepy.
1: Well, see, my question is, I, I think, are we meant to believe... That those are just copies of the Yorkins.
2: I, I think so. Okay. I, I think he just picked them. Like I, I don't know. It's possible he's done it before, and and I will. I, I do think there is maybe a subtle clue that that he's, um, like kind of like a voyeur maybe, and or he's like, you know, looked in on people, uh, like throughout, even when he was a kid. Because, just just one thing that I noticed was when he is talking to Jake in that one scene, um. Uh, he talks about like he broke his collarbone or something. Yeah. And then and Jake's like, "How'd you break your collarbone?" And he said, "I fell out of a tree." Oh. And so I was kind of thinking that seems like maybe. How'd you get in the tree? He, like he was being a voyeur or something like that, looking yeah. at someone from a tree. I think maybe something like
1: that. That that checks out.
2: Yeah. I um, didn't think
1: I didn't pick up on that one. That was pretty. Another clear.
2: thing um, I forgot to mention, when we were talking about the the beginning was, uh, in his whole like talking about developing pictures and everything, he also. He says the line, "I developed these all these pictures as if they were my own," and mm. which, as we know, he he, he, does does. Keep, he does keep the Yorkins at least. So I thought that was another good little what, insert.
1: One thing I thought that was like kind of like weird and a little <laughs> like dumb and maybe not realistic was the argument scene where the the technician of the yeah the photo developer machine comes in and, like, gets mad at um, Psy for the, like, little discrepancy. I I think, like, that guy wouldn't care. Like, he'd just be like, all right, it's, like, a free day. Like, I can just calibrate it a little bit and then get to my next job. Like, I'm sure they have some sort of contract worked out that, like, Save Mark gets this many express technicians per whatever. Uh And, like, it's just, like, another day. I don't know why he would, like, get mad at the customer like that. Like, (laughs) it's just like an easy thing I mean maybe he like does it a lot maybe he called maybe side
2: calls like every week or something yeah like that. that's I, probably that's probably what, yeah maybe He's but, pro- it's probably an ongoing just annoying guy yeah but <sighs> but yeah I see what you mean um, I don't know I thought that was a little weird mm-hmm. uh, he was just like so mad yeah I mean he gets he, he can he goes off uh, on like at any moment he can go off which is makes him even scarier um, but yeah let me uh, let me read something here real quick of course quick. um Forget about your Fridays looking bleak. What about your Wednesdays? Villanova University's award-winning student-run weekly newspaper hits residence halls, dining halls, and academic buildings every Wednesday morning for your reading pleasure. Read up on all things Villanova and beyond, from news to sports to arts and entertainment. Have some feedback. Email your response letters to editor at villanovan.com. This message has been brought to you by WXVU 89.1 FM. Villanova.
1: Nice.
2: I I don't... why are my Fridays looking bleak? I noticed that too. <laughs> but
1: why Why would you want to worry about your Wednesdays? They won't be bleak. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I don't feel like If, we'll if they that. have the Villanova. I'm not sure. I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe we're missing something.
1: <laughs> maybe, but this was written by the Villanova. So I think they should make sure that the intent is expressed. Uh, anyway. We don't need to comment on that. Never mind. <laughs> let's, let's forget about that one.
2: Um, Back to one hour photo. Back to one hour photo. Uh... Also, I like I like the scene. Oh, I want to talk about right before um, the reveal of the pictures on the wall. Um, he's watching The Simpsons. Oh yeah, which which I recognized the episode was was Cape Fear, one of my favorite episodes, and I believe the director said something like he wanted to put in some funny, like lighthearted, like The Simpsons before like we got that reveal of the wall and everything started kind of going yeah. downhill. But I also noticed that the episode. Um, Kind of, I, I mean, they picked this episode on purpose, and I think it kind of fits in a little bit um, because that episode is Sideshow Bob, and he's kind of like stalking the Simpsons because he wants to kill Bart. So he's like, and like yeah. Sideshow Bob is like he follows the Simpson family and he watches them. So I think it's very, I think that was very um, intentional. Purposeful. Yeah, yeah. So I like good. to see that. I, I, I didn't
1: even know the episode was context. Like that—that's a pretty good context for the episode. But I, I even I was like, okay, that's pretty poignant. Someone's trying to kill someone. They <laughs> yeah. To send him a letter. Obviously, they're like watching him. Mm-hmm. So yeah. 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 Die and, Bart
2: die. Yeah, and in, yeah, the Bart—that's German for the, the Bart the. No one <laughs> who's German could be evil. <laughs> it's a great. It's one of the best episodes. That's so funny. Um,
1: I gotta go back to watching this. That's oh, so good.
2: Uh, yeah, and he seems to. I, I feel like there's multiple. Times when he's watching a TV and like this TV is on like full volume when the um, detectives come in. I think it's just another thing. Yeah. Like, he, like TV, you kind of escape like your own life and maybe go into someone else, like a family, like like The Simpsons or anything like that. And I think that kind of just fits in with his character.
1: Going off of that a little bit, what what do you think about him buying the little picture and passing it off as mm. his mom?
2: Yeah. Like. Yeah. I mean, clearly, I don't know. there's
1: some parts where like. Just, His character kind of makes sense, and like, all right, he's a little crazy. Yeah. He he has this like parasocial thing with the, the family that's been sending their pictures in for years. I can understand someone like becoming obsessed mm-hmm. and being like, "Oh, I'm a member of the family," but that yeah. to me that that's just like a blatant lie uh-huh. situation. Where yeah, he's like, I think
2: maybe it's something to do with I. He seemed to as I mean as we learn in the end, he he didn't have like a good childhood. Definitely, so, yeah. I don't know. Maybe he and maybe he doesn't have pictures of his parents or something and he wants to um and he uses it to relate or like or to um build a relationship with Nina Yorkin, so he uses that. He uses the picture for that, so that's part of it. Yeah. Um but yeah I don't know, there's definitely just some things that are just, you know, crazy man.
1: He's just crazy, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I mean what can he sect?
2: <laughs> that that that's another good scene too, I like when he um "Quote unquote," like, or runs into air quotes runs into her. Oh
1: yeah, um, and he happens to be reading the... the book that she's reading too. Yes, Deepak he's Shofra. not very far into it, and I, I liked it when he used like he picks it up and it's like waiting for her to notice yeah. it, and yes. then as soon as she walks away, he just puts it away.
2: <laughs> I know it's so good. I forget the quote that that was in it, but
1: something about fear. Yeah, something about fear. The things I think it was the things we fear we've already known, or like we were yeah yeah that's already, right. Have already happened to us.
2: That's right. Which i think how that fits in, but I'm not Maybe it's like or. I don't know. Maybe, Pictures are taken of maybe it's something I, I, I think maybe it's like he had his bad childhood and bad relationship with his dad and like he sees that Will Yorkin is uh is not being a good father a good husband, so yeah. he kinda that that could fit in with that, I think.
1: Do you do you want to talk about the ending?
2: Let's do it. I, 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 I this is a fun ending. It was a fun ending. <laughs> um, I thought that the all
1: the whole hotel scene, like at the showdown, essentially mm-hmm. was really cool. Um, I thought that the his phone conversation with like room service and then yes. back and
2: forth between the mistress and Miss, you know, Mister Yorkin. Oh, side note by the way, sorry. Uh, do you remember the room that he says? Yeah, uh,
1: <laughs> I, I. I, I Saw that in uh, somewhere. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> yeah, he says when he's trying to figure out their room and he's talking to Maya, he's like, and this is for room 217 or 217 or whatever. And that, of course, is, you know, reference to The Shining, the book, I, not the movie, because the movie's 237. Oh, that was gonna, yeah, 237. yeah but 217. Yeah, so, yeah. It was fun.
1: I, I thought that was like. I don't know, I'm always like, oh my gosh, that's such a smart move by the killer or like by the the criminal. Like, oh, I'm going to pretend to order room service for this room, like cancel the other room Mm -hmm. service to get the room number.
2: It's clever. Um, Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, and that was pretty smart. Uh, So that was cool. And then like, just all the rest of those scenes where he's like sneaking around, he goes through like the conference hall and the other guys are like, what's going on? You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, and I was I was not ready for that for the scene with him and going into yeah. uh, Will's and Maya's room. I wasn't expecting full frontal nudity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a little funny. <laughs> we got it, and and that scene is kind. Of, that scene is pretty intense, and uh, uh, you know, the, he he has them at knife point, and he's he's very uh, you know, do some explicit. Uh, you know poses, yeah. but, but they're just pretending. Don't actually do them. And he gets very mad when they do anything they touch, that, yeah. that he didn't tell them to do. <laughs> um, yeah, that he that is a scary that is a scary scene. Robin Williams definitely, you know he 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 kind of just is absorbed into this role. And yeah, it's, it's not even Robin Williams. it, it, is, it, it is. He is Sai, si. and he does a good job with that. And he does Seymour. a good job being very scary, especially in that scene.
1: You know what? His name is Sai, but that actually they have a picture. And his full name is Seymour.
2: Yeah. Seymour. Seymour. Mm. Yeah. Clever.
1: See, I just I picked up on <laughs> that, that right now. That's a little funny.
2: Uh-huh. I, I also saw that a lot of the characters, too, are, are named after, like, famous photographers. Oh. So there's definitely very much care taken into, you know, all of that. You know, a lot of big uh, um, motif pictures, of course. <laughs> I um,
1: I was expecting because as soon as that's over and he like leaves and we we kind of follow the cops mm-hmm. trying to find him through the building, I was expecting him to have some like, caused either one of them harm with the knife because mm-hmm. yeah. you see him like take the knife into the bathroom and wash his hands and mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you you see the knife like before when it turns out to be completely clean but I was like oh, I wonder what he did like what yeah. if he like you know and, hurt them in any way
2: and that's why I, I do like this ending a lot is because it, it's very much up to interpretation it's very much not it's very much ambiguous not clear and uh, just when you know you see him at the end and he the detective he tells he asks the detective can I have my pictures and he says sure and, he's, and you're thinking like why would he ha- let him have these pictures of all these uh, you know these pictures Poses that he forced um, Will and Maya to do, and yeah. and then he lays them out, and they're just you know the pictures of every every day normal things okay, like Sai si was saying earlier. Yeah. said no one takes pictures of these, and yeah, it just makes you think about you know what exactly you know what happened. D- did it happen? I I like it, it's weird because I I'm led to believe that I mean so of course we do see um earlier as we were saying um Psy has fantasies sometimes. Yeah. And so it that that definitely sets it up as being not out of the question that he fantasized it. But at the same time um when like the detectives go into Will and Maya's room, they're both like pretty clearly like traumatized. So <laughs> Yeah. I feel like something definitely happened.
1: <laughs> I I read that um it's like not exact like apparently when when he's saying um when he's giving the explanation for, like, his his father, he says something about, like, a father should not make a child do, yeah. like, unmentionable mm-hmm. things and yeah. stuff like that, that, like, he was, the director wanted us to, like, believe that he did not make, he did not actually take the pictures because he didn't want to, like, actually have done the things that mm-hmm. his father would have done to him. I didn't quite pick up on that when I first watched yeah. it. That's just what I read. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um yeah. I don't know, and like that's kind of yeah. plays into why he like wanted to make sure they like didn't actually touch or they didn't actually you know mm-hmm. do the do whatever it was, but at, at his request.
2: Yeah, I, I think I think that's it. Yeah, I think I, I think all that happened, but he didn't actually take the pictures.
1: Yeah, I, I think he just kind of held it up and yeah, maybe it wasn't on or yeah. yeah,
2: and yeah, and just like the reasoning why he did it. Obviously, he, you know, will was. Or the the Yorkin family was something that made him feel kind of secure and feel like he had his own family, and then once he discovers that Will is cheating on Nina, it, he I mean he gets very upset because you know this perfect this this on the outside perfect family, um, and, and that's another thing like they they seem to be like the perfect family because like all he sees is the pictures, the pictures and everything yeah and and what seemed perfect to him was actually you know pretty rocky and. And Nina calls Will, you know, a neglectful husband, neglectful father. Yeah. Uh, So It it reminds me of,
1: um, like, kind of, I don't know at a specific story or anecdote, but, like, I feel like you hear a lot about people becoming obsessed with, like, celebrities Mm -hmm. or, like, even just, like, social media stars. Mm -hmm. And once they find out, like, something happened, they would, like, go to their house, try to, like, follow them, stalk them, send them threats. Yeah, the parasocial relationship. (laughs) And this is even, like, made before, like, social media yeah. was, like, a big deal, yeah. so it just kind of goes to show That's true. the psychological effects of, mm-hmm. of, of a relationship yeah. like this.
2: Definitely, yeah. And Just, just the, how much it affected him to, you know, to learn that this family wasn't as perfect as he thought they were, and yeah, and because, like, he's, he's, like, spying on them one time, he's looking at them just having dinner after he um, put the picture of Will and Maya in with um the pictures that Nina saw and he's he's like expecting a reaction or something for um something to happen for Nina to yell at him or something or or leave or whatever but yeah. he he keeps just seeing what looks like the perfect family even though he knows what's going on behind the scenes there um and and he wants something to happen it looks like and and then i i guess yeah it was some kind of form of you know Punishment on Will, I guess, uh, what he did at the end. And and like we were saying, um he seemed to implied to be probably like sexually abused as a as a child by his father probably. And just, you know, doing what was done to him, but you know, not actually doing it. But yeah. <laughs> still causing like he, the effects so, of yeah, that exactly. take
1: place, even though mm-hmm. he didn't just twist it up. Yeah. Messed up on his on his part. But when I when I first heard him like make that little speech to the detective, I thought he was referring to, like, Osai taking action on the part of Jake and like protecting Jake from things that yeah. Will might have done to Jake. Apparently, that's not how yeah, it was supposed to be interpreted. That's what
2: I was thinking at first, but then I was like, I, I was like, I don't think there's anything else in this movie to imply that Will was doing like, like abusing him.
1: No, and I. Uh, uh, Yeah, because apparently he was talking about his own father and himself, but I I thought that that's what he was saying. That's that's that's
2: definitely what I thought at first, too. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, it seemed like quite a jump from what we were seeing, if that were to be the case. Um, Yeah, so let me me play a little PSA real quick. Um, And we'll be right back. First,
0: I hold my hands out like they're on a steering wheel. Then I look over my shoulder. One, okay, cool guy. Two, three times. Next, oh, I put it in reverse.
2: Meep, meep, meep.
0: Then I take it up and down. Up, up, and down. And that, kiddos, is called the forklift. Dance like a dad. It's a great way to make
3: a moment with your kids. Now that's dancing. Sure beats flossing. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
2: We are back and uh, remind me to not play that again <laughs> uh, yeah yeah <laughs> it bothered me <laughs> um okay one hour photo one hour photo
1: the showdown the ending
2: the ending yep 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 um yeah we we, we pretty much talked about ending and, and interpretations and I mean the very last shot is you know just a picture of the family, the Yorkans with... Oh, yeah, with, yeah. With, um... With sigh in there, yeah. I like that last shot. That's interesting. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> Do you want to talk about some of the more, like, aesthetic pieces of this sure. movie? yeah. Go for it. I really noticed, like, the colors.
2: Mm-hmm, yeah. And, like,
1: particularly, like, when he's in the store, obviously the store is all white, little bits of blue, um, and there's one scene where he's, like, walking down an aisle just to get to, this, like, his desk... And the, like, merchandise on the shelves is all color-coordinated in, like, primary colors. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. Obviously, like, f- goes with the photog- photography mm-hmm. element of this uh, movie. And then there's parts where he's, like, walking to his car and it's, like, all green and, like, dark. Um, yeah. I thought that that, and, that was cool. And the
2: interrogation room is completely white. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: His, like, clothes are pretty much white, too, yeah. except for his vest. Um, and then I noticed, like the parts of the movie where you're like with the Yorkins, it's very like colorful and almost kind of like a afternoon hue where it's like happy like sunny if you know what I mean yeah yeah because like a lot of the stuff in their house seems like it's like a late day afternoon um, which kind of I guess would imply like some sort of happiness mm-hmm. or like peacefulness yeah even at the soccer game like there's lots of greens and colors with, like their uniforms and stuff so just yeah. maybe like he lives a pretty like boring structured life a mundane plain clear mm-hmm. cut very sanitized yes yeah. not very uh, emotional mm-hmm. and then the Yorkins they have the true life
2: yep yeah yeah and the way you're talking about like um kind of happier maybe emotion by like the York the colors with the Yorkins, it also like plays into that thing where from what we see like they seem like happy yeah. picturesque but exactly you know what's really going on
1: exactly yeah and I, I I noticed that right off the bat mm-hmm. like I was like I was just maybe it was just my preconceived notions of mm-hmm. like the photography element of this movie yeah. and I was like alright off the bat the colors yep, just, yep. they're, they're right there and
2: then you know it's gotta be important yeah, yeah. definitely so I thought
1: that was cool yeah
2: great um
1: what no oh, go ahead
2: no no you, because I, I mean I, I have if you have something to say about the movie I was
1: just gonna say what, what did you think about the music
2: Mm. I don't. I didn't really. Uh, I don't know. I don't really remember it that much. Yeah, I don't
1: really remember that. it that much. But but what I'm from what I like remember the like tone of the music was very. I liked it. Like it. Yeah. It seemed very. Um. I think it just worked.
2: Yeah, I actually read somewhere that uh, Trent Reznor um, was originally going to do it. Mm. Um, and like he used a lot. Of what he did right but like, yeah, it didn't work out. So he used a lot of what he did write for it um on like a Nine Inch Nails album, and oh. I could, I could imagine it like a Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross score for this movie. That I feel would like be it cool. Worked well, yeah.
1: Th- that would be pretty cool. <laughs> I was just rewatching the uh, see that.
2: the Social Network. Oh yeah, recently I didn't finish it, so I don't want to talk about it. Great score, fantastic score. Did we do it? Yeah, yeah we did yeah. That. I was that. I, was, I forgot for a second because we didn't record it. I was, those we didn't pre, record that one? pre-recording days. Um, it might no. have been like the one right before we... Goodfellas is right our first before. one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a
1: shame. I thought we did that like... I don't know. Oh, well.
2: At least I think so. Um. Uh, that checks out. It was definitely an early one. <laughs> yeah, it was sophomore early. year. It was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh,
1: feels, feels like yesterday, but <laughs> at the same time, <laughs> it, it does not.
2: <laughs> um... Okay, so I've got some trivia. Um, I I've said most of my trivia, I think. Okay. Um, but I do have casting what if not not much just actually only one oh, character. Okay. Okay. Um. So. Okay, so th- th- this is. I'll, I'll just I'll tell you right now. Robin Williams, right? Mm-hmm. Was originally cast. I don't know. If, um, this this is from IMDb. Um, sure. Remember Williams was originally cast as the Save Mart manager, Bill Owens, later played by Gary Cole. He was because of the manager. Yeah. <laughs> really. <laughs> He's just like a side character because hey, it's Robin Williams, but um, but after reading the screenplay for a second time, apparently he requested the role of Seymour Parrish, and you know, good thing he did And he did a good job. He he kind of he kind of popped off. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, but here we go.
1: Uh, I think I heard about one of these. Probably, because yeah.
2: I've seen... I saw this multiple times on IMDb. Originally offered the role of Seymour Parish, but turned it down is... Jack Nicholson. Yeah, Jack Nicholson. <laughs> that's a, that's, <laughs> Which seems like... Yeah.
1: A lot of similarities to The Shining. We've already yeah. talked about the room number. I,
2: and I, I can... I could see that. I could definitely see that. I, yeah, I, feel like, I think it will be... I, I feel like Ron Williams definitely better pulls off... Or, I mean better would pull off than Jack Nicholson would have, like, the the more friendly aspect. That's of what it. I was thinking, yeah. too.
1: Because I think if Jack Nicholson was in this movie, like, you would know off the bat he's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I think even when he's, like, n- trying to be nice in The Shining, he's yeah. like, oh, yeah. that's yes. creepy. <laughs> but I think Robin Williams does a really good job yeah, of being, like, yeah. creepy at the same time as, like, nice.
2: Yeah, it also helps because, not to say that, like, Robin Williams, like, we see... We just see this character as Robin Williams because we don't. He like we, we kind of forget he's Robin Williams. Um, yeah, he looks different. His yeah, hair and yeah, t- exactly. But um, but still, like you know, we're so used to Robin Williams playing like these um, you know these like nice, happy um, kind of mentor slash yeah. you know, just good role model. Like Good Will Hunting, Dead Poets Society. Yeah, the, the only other Aladdin, movie we've done. Um, Patch That's Patch Adams like he 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 seems comforting usually yeah very comforting presence but in in this like it definitely um, the real Uncle Si yeah (laughs) Uncle Si yes and I feel like people probably go into this movie with that um, expectation somewhat just because it is Robin Williams Um, and and that helps him kind of put on that you know that mask of being just a nice you know a nice photo developer yeah Um, by the way, i <laughs> just want to ask you if if your photo de- if if your photo developer uh, was like, um, hey, I got you got one more, you got one more. on your, your roll, yeah. And then he took a picture of himself. What would you do? What would you do with that? Obviously, like we don't know exactly what the Parishes did. Like I, I remember what uh, the Yorkins did. Obviously, he he imagined it that they would put it on their fridge. <laughs> just oh, of... that
1: was an imagination.
2: Yeah, because that was him going through the house um in his fantasy. So that's yeah. what he imagined. I was wondering, what, what would you do with that? <laughs> I think I would throw it away. Probably would throw it. I think it
1: away. I'd throw it away like immediately.
2: <laughs> I feel bad about it, but I'd be like, you know, I don't want this. I don't know. Like <laughs> I think
1: I think like if I was a true like just plain old photo photo, you know, photo developer and I happened to take the picture. I was feeling a little funny that day. <laughs> I, I think I would like, if, if the next time I saw them, they were like, yeah, we threw that picture away. I'd be like, <laughs> Rich, I that expected that to happen. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah I'm glad. I you just should have to... done that.
2: <laughs> that was the correct What if they choice. told you they hung you on the fridge? I mean, you'd be pretty flattered.
1: I think I'd be flattered, but then I'd be like, that's a little weird. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, thanks. And then I'd like think later I'd be like, okay, now thanks. they're weird. <laughs> they're the weird ones in this situation. <laughs>
2: I've got them on my wall and they've got me on the fridge. <laughs> <It's a normal laughs> right, I forgot to mention that I
1: actually am Ty, <laughs> and I do take the photos yeah. of everyone and put them on my
2: wall. Yeah, that was, that was kind of a, that that was just one of those things early on that was like, uh, uh, okay, like I, I could see like him, I could see that just being like him being nice but also like it's it's just a little bit yeah. It's just a little bit off like.
1: I think that just like has to go it just put your guard up
2: yeah exactly
1: as every scene you see with him like mm-hmm. interacting with a customer he's just like, always
2: just a little bit off he's
1: gonna say something
2: yeah and, and you're always just waiting for it yeah that, that's yeah. that's something this movie does really well like especially with the performance um, too it mm-hmm. mm-hmm. does that very well um, yeah. oh, one more thing I wanted to say that that's it for Casting Winif's but actually a Casting if but I think I probably mentioned it because it's The Shining okay going back to the shining really so many connections apparently and yeah i don't know if i mentioned this when we did the shining but apparently robin williams was um initially considered by stanley kubrick for the role of of jack torrance really yeah (laughs) let's imagine a world where jack nicholson did one hour photo and robin williams did the shining
1: i think this would be a different world
2: I think it would have been as good.
1: No, yeah, I don't think so. Not, uh, not
2: to doubt Robin Williams and that, but, I mean, I, I can't think of a it better... It's, yeah. It's one of the best performances, I think, ever as, as Jack Nicholson in The Shining. Like, definitely.
1: And we were just talking about how, like, uh, Robin Williams does a, a an excellent job in this movie <laughs> of, like, maintaining the niceness persona yeah. that is, you know, laced with the creepy and Scary like parts that that we see him eventually, become capable of.
2: Mm-hmm. Where, like, yeah, yeah. It's like an illusion,
1: where, as opposed to like Jack Nicholson in The Shining is just kind of being like a, a nice guy at the beginning and then he just goes crazy. Yeah, just gets affected by the the shining or yeah. whatever.
2: Definitely. Um, yeah. So. so. I think
1: they just like yeah, different characters.
2: Yeah. Um, okay, so that's pretty much all. I have. Um. How about yeah? We we need to we need to think of a
1: another reviewable
2: another reviewable. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I was I was I was thinking about this earlier today. Um, before I came here, mm-hmm. I, I was, I was I don't, I don't think we've ever done a David Lynch. That could be something we could do. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm interested. I don't know if you have any David Lynch's that you're thinking of watching. Um,
1: I, I, I feel like we've talked
2: about David Lynch before. Anyway. My I I think the best are Eraserhead and Mulholland Drive um there's some good ones um this is if you want to do like a, a thinking a thinking movie next week <laughs> right right cause his movies are are, are weird oh, but make for know. good conversation I'd say
1: I haven't seen any of these Twin Peaks oh no, that's that's uh, a show it's a TV show also um, a
2: movie but you gotta watch the show um I, I'd say Eraserhead would definitely have a lot of interesting conversation and it's a pretty short movie um
1: I've never seen any of these.
2: Why have I heard this guy um, before? Well, you look at those for a little bit. I'm I, I'm going to read something real quick. Okay. Do you have a podcast project for class? Need some help recording, finding talent, or need a space? Reach out to WXVU to schedule time in their new recording studio. The studio loaded with Audacity and Adobe Audition is located on the second floor of Doherty and is a space where students can see what WXVU has to offer. Yep. Come on up the
1: studio we record our episodes and you're aware of the quality of those yes exactly if you want to turn that into a podcast uh, figure it out
2: kind of what we're doing
1: David Lynch yeah (laughs) you're not allowed to play music on those though no 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 David Lynch writer Twin Peaks Uh, I don't know any other other suggestions you have while I keep looking through these
2: um I don't know (laughs) I, I was thinking I was looking at the uh The letterbox top 250 narrative movies. There's also 12 Angry Men. I think that could be a fun one. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, also, oh no, we did. I was going to say we didn't do Hitchcock, but we did Psycho. But there's other Hitchcocks. We could do another Hitchcock. um, Such as like Rear Window or Vertigo. Um, Those are fun. I haven't seen Vertigo, but Rear Window's good. well, what, yeah. what,
1: what would you be your, your David Lynch pick? You said I, eraser I would, head. I
2: would go for eraser head. Why don't we just do that? I Think you want to? Yeah, let's do I, I think head. that would be fun. I it's 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 very weird. Eraser head. <laughs> I I'm trying to think. Right
1: 1977. Now. Whoa. <clears throat> I'm trying to think right now. Um, it's not rated. It's only an hour and twenty nine minutes.
2: Yeah, it's a short one. It's just like this one. This one was like I'm pretty short. I have a feeling that this might that might be it might be a contentious episode. Oh. You think I'm not going to like it is what you mean. <laughs> I actually don't know. Like, I feel like there, there's a, there's a – I think there's a pretty good chance of going either way. Okay. I, I actually – That's interesting. But I feel like they either love it or hate it. I think it might be yeah, one of
1: those. Yeah, that's probably what it will be.
2: I think Erasure it is definitely one of those movies. I, I don't – yeah. Oh, I think I most almost people read the love it. I don't want to read the plot. Yeah, don't even read the plot. Yeah, I'm not going to do that.
1: Um. Okay, Eraserhead next Eraserhead. week. Eraserhead, I'm so excited. Um, it's been a while since I watched it. 125, 2022. We forgot to give our ratings for this movie. Oh yeah, yeah, ratings. Um, as we said at the beginning, we both give this movie the same rating. Mhm. Um, I rated this actually right right after I watched it. I, I, I was I was anticipating rating it. Go um, on. I gave it a 3.5. Yeah. Out of five. Yeah. On letterbox. Seven out of ten.
2: Yeah. As did I. Yeah, of and course. And you gave it the same rating. <laughs>
1: I, but i i um I wanted to rate it an eight out of ten
2: because mm-hmm. I think
1: eight out of 10, like
2: <laughs> wait 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 but that's four out of five but I don't want to give it four stars that's so weird <laughs> I don't understand that at all
1: <laughs> it's just the way like the stars look but it's equivalent I know they're equivalent but i don't I don't think they're equivalent interesting I think it deserves more than uh than seven out of ten but it deserves 3.5.
2: So, so here's here's my understanding. So, if you <laughs> if you had an IMDb, so you would rate on because I rate everything on Letterboxd and IMDb. So, both. if you if you had an IMDb, so you'd rate this on Letterboxd, You'd go a three point five. But yeah. if you want an IMDb, which is out of ten stars, you would do eight out of ten. That's right. That's so weird.
1: Well, I don't know if I would do <laughs> it's that not because consistent. M- maybe I would be consistent. <laughs> but like, if I was all ten out of ten, like system like I want a, a, ten, a base 10 system and supposed to be a base 5 I would do 8 out of 10 from the beginning
2: I th- I think so I th- this is your uh, Psy Parish uh, type personality <laughs> this is
1: my uh, hubris your
2: serial killer uh, my ser- yeah serial killer trait
1: pa- I, I don't know probably but uh, I think it was a really good movie it is good I liked it a lot there are some movies I would maybe want to watch more than it uh, but <laughs> I did really like it and I want to watch it again in the future
2: yeah that, that was something like I, I really enjoyed it and I really enjoyed the ending I liked I liked how it went more up in the air um, yeah but yeah I, I don't I don't necessarily think there's something I need to rewatch too soon from now also I, I do think it, it kind of s- loses me a little bit with the whole like um. it, it is kind of exciting and I, and I like what happens like before and after it but like him just like running from the police and like finding a way out like like he evades the policeman and, and he and he finds an exit but like he gets caught anyway so it kind of felt a little bit unnecessary that whole just it was just to build like yeah tension an attention that was a but, little weird yeah yeah I just thought that part kind of lost me a bit but yeah I, I think this was a very a very fun movie to talk about of course I, I really had yeah. enjoyed talking about it and very
1: enjoyable
2: I think it's just in, interesting to think about and great performance by Robin Williams and yeah it just really it really makes it feel kind of creeped out and i like it uh yeah seven out of ten good movie um yeah and, th- and that's gonna do it
1: this episode of father for and son for us this is a good one uh, good conversation semester.
2: yeah episode two of the last semester um next week uh watch Eraserhead head if you don't want to be spoiled uh it's it's gonna i think it's gonna make for some fun conversation as well um yeah, for sure. Uh, and yeah, thanks for listening. Love you. Appreciate you. Um, no. Drive safe. Drink safe responsibly. responsibly.
1: Don't do anything we would do. <laughs> Love you. Appreciate you. All that. Jazz. I'm picking them up.
2: Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Jeff. After, next after, next after four years. <laughs> Our catchphrases. Three years. Um, but yeah. So we'll see you next week. Thank you. We ended pretty early today. Are we? up yeah, we seven, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think I'll, I'll give you a good. Give you a good ten minutes to do everything. Yeah, exactly. All right, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye.